Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Parmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime, where the feeling is so goddamn right. We're back in full swing, everybody. Guess what? This is the first episode of year two of Nocturnal Emotions. That's right. It's episode 53. Fucking crazy time is flying, everybody. I'm psyched. I have conversations with people that I find interesting that I hope you will find interesting. Uh, this week, my guest is Dave Hill, an amazing uh, comedian, musician, author now. He just put out a book called Tasteful Nudes. Uh, he's been touring all over the place doing stand-up. He has a new album out with his band Valley Lodge, this amazing power pop. Uh, this guy finds ways to add hours to the day. He does so much. It's it's the best. But uh, you know, before we get into that, uh, you know, it, things are things are going good. It's fall. It's New York. It's all coming together, everybody. And Breaking Bad is getting crazy. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying that shit almost gave me a heart attack this week, and uh, I love it for that. Um, yeah, man, just getting ready to go on tour. More shows with Yeah Yeah Yeahs. Shows on my own. All over the place. Uh, looks like I'm getting my own day in Minneapolis. Uh, more on that, I guess, next week, because I don't really know how that works, but Harmar Superstar Day, September 20th, Minneapolis-wide, and I'll be playing First Avenue that night, so it's going to be a great, awesome homecoming for me the night after I play Barclays Center with the AAS. So that's going to be an insane couple of days. Holy fuck. Uh, man... Beyond that, I don't know. Everything's sort of a daze. I'm just playing shows, getting ready to play more, and that is all. But uh, you know what? I just want to get into it. I want to uh, get back. You know, I, I know the last few few uh, episodes, four in a row, I've been reading this LL Cool J book, which I haven't even finished. Someday I will. There's only a few more chapters to read you. I hope you guys enjoyed that little detour in Nocturnal Emotions uh, because it was really fun to do. I love reading a little Cool J stuff. But now we're back. We're back in conversation mode. And uh, you know what? Without further ado, here is my conversation. A good talk, a good chat with the amazing, awesome, amiable, friendly, hilarious Dave Hill. Check it. This is episode 53, the first episode of year two. Oh, wow. Nice. Crazy. You're Congrats. here. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks, man. I made it. Sorry I, I was late. Oh, it's okay, man. I'm just, I was there, just laying there's around. There's L-train hijinks oh, going on. Yeah. I, I don't blame you, man. It's fine. I, I've, I, it's, it's a nightmare. It's fine. I was just Sweet. chilling here in the masturbatorium. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is the, the first episode of year two. The last four episodes I've been reading uh, excerpts out of this, this 1998 LL Cool J autobiography and make my own rules. Uh, so I thought I'd I'd bring it back to my regular format just so people wouldn't be mad at me for you just, just continuing. That was the whole episode <laughs> for four weeks in a row. That's great. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty fun to read and it's fun because it's in my voice, but I'm telling his stories. Yeah, <laughs> and if you know, well, how did the listener? Did, did you track the listenership? I was I was looking at the numbers. They went down a couple hundred every week. People that's didn't. Still, that's pretty good. On pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people. Uh, I think people were into it. I, I'm not really That's, sure. I'm going to go back and listen. To I don't it. really have a lot of commenters on this show. We're not not a big commenting crowd, are we out there, guys? <laughs> quiet storm. It's good quiet though. Horde, yeah. I would rather that than like a bunch of people like uh, fighting on like a comments page or something. You know? Yeah. There's you can't can't win. I mean, people. My podcast. Uh, People are like, oh, it's just Dave hanging out with somebody. Yeah, that's the whole point. And then, and the <laughs> people that, well, people that like it, they're like, oh, it's great. It's just Dave hanging out, and it's like you're hanging out with them. Yeah. And then people that don't like it are like, it's just Dave hanging out with someone yeah, in your yeah, like, So I'm like, I don't know who to listen to yeah, exactly. here. You can't win. It's, uh, uh, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, I feel like that's what podcasts are, or just like talk radio people hanging out. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter how like organized it is, or like, you know, I mean, this American life is like Ira Glass is sort of like hanging out, mm-hmm. or like his staff like checking in with these people who do weird stuff, yeah, and hanging out. <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe asking out. more questions, but I mean, 
I don't really, I don't really have that many questions I need answered. You know? Yeah, I like hanging out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true, man. You've been busy as fuck though. You you get time yeah. to hang out. You got like a book, tasteful nudes. Is I'm sorry, I'm, right. this is the only like I don't want to like. This is more conversational, but like I just feel like it's notable that like you're here even because like. You've been doing like six-hour readings. I did a really yeah stupid <laughs> six-hour reading on two. I mean, I did. You know, I did it. Uh, I basically because didn't Jay Z did like a six-hour rap or like rap Magna Carta? Oh over, yeah, yeah. For six hours, and then my friends owned a big gay ice cream store, and they were like, "Oh, you should do a reading here." And then, like an idiot, I was like, "Oh." jay-z did the same yeah. song for six hours i should just read for six hours did you just read the whole book is that did it just take six hours i or thought did i would get through hours? it i didn't get through it yeah that's what i was realizing with this book like i can only like i'll read like 50 pages and that's or like 40 pages and that's like an hour yeah you know what i mean like yeah, yeah I, I, I thought i would finish it but yeah. I, I read like maybe a third of it dude yeah, that's insane. Third in six hours? Yeah, but Allowed. I was like, you know, but I guess like welping you, people to the store. Yeah. I guess if you can read like without having to like emote at all, you can just read a book in yeah, way less in your time. Brain. But yeah, just to speak it takes so much longer. Yeah, you gotta, gotta sell it a little bit, I guess. Dude. Though I don't do that much. I was just, someone was just asked me last night because I did a reading, uh, at book court in Cobble Hill, and the guy was like, "You read like really flat, and then you were just talking, and you talk totally <laughs> yeah. differently." And I was like, "Well, I don't like to tell people where where to laugh or what to think when they're reading, so I yeah, I just try to read it and like you decide yeah. what's funny yeah. and what's yeah. what." Yeah, I don't want to be like, "Hey, totally ch- check this out." Well, that's like you have so many different like angles to go at it with your brain. I mean, and you like you're you've got a new album. The Valley Lodge album. album is out. It's awesome, Tuesday. too. Oh, you listen? Yeah, listen. Oh, awesome power pop, dude. Thank like, you. I really like I mean, you, you've got... And you're touring, doing stand-up. I just like... it's you. How do you create more days in the week? Well, you, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you're a super busy guy. Yeah, you I mean, I guess... But that's heat. the thing. Like, like, I guess we have output, but it's like... I do have about, like, nine hours a day where I'm just, like, laying around here not doing anything. You know, well, that's not even sleeping time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, but I see, I because I think, like from where, I, where, because I, I think that I don't do anything and I just fuck around all the time. Yeah, I'm always this constant disappointment to myself. And then I look at other people like you, and, and I'm like, oh man, that guy's doing so much cool shit. Well, and then same, you're saying that you lie around. Too, yeah, yeah. So I guess like I think it's all perspective. The process is all just lying around. I think. Yeah, it's cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like you're, yeah. it's like a crock pot or something. Yeah, totally. Got to let it. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, like you know, my roommate plays the drums all the time. He's practicing for something. I don't know what. But then, do you, uh, do, is, do you think he's secretly hoping maybe that you'll be like, hey? You can, you should join my band. I think so. That's the weird part. I would. I'd probably be I'd rocking do that out all the time. It's kind the of like <laughs> I do that. I mean, I guess it's like when my sister would have like a slumber party, and I just want to yeah. be involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I just like I always show up in the doorway, like <laughs> get out of here, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until like they do something evil to me, and then I'd be like hating it and getting makeup put on me, but like, oh, you can't but I was part away. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I guess it's that. I mean, I can't blame a guy. That's, I mean, I, I actually like anyone who practices anything. Like I, I admire, but I don't, I don't know. I just can't, pra- I like band practice, all that shit. I can't do. I hate band practice. I hate it so much. I, I, mean, I like practicing the guitar, but I hate Getting Correct. a bunch of dudes together. Yeah, and it gets harder and harder yeah. as you get older. Like, when you're 22, there's, like, a gang mentality, and yeah. no, no one's, like... I mean, every band I play... Everyone, every, everyone I play with now, I like everyone. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, love, yeah, I love playing shows. But it's still, or... like, it's not the same... Yeah. When you're 22 or whatever, everyone's, like, just, like, on board. Yeah. But now it's, like... You know, I have my band, I play with some other friends here and there, but it's, like, all right, this is your band. yeah. This is my band. Like, no one's <laughs> yeah. never said, but everyone yeah, knows yeah, yeah, totally. what the deal is. So it's like, 
oh, like you're okay. You're gonna pay for everything in this band. I'm gonna pay for everything in yeah, this band. Totally. And it's just different. Yeah, it's it's just like I feel like yeah. I write these songs and the record's done, and then I put the band together for tour. I just send my dudes like the albums or like just the songs that we're gonna do, mm-hmm. and then we do like two or three rehearsals before we go out on like a yeah month or two long two month long thing and it works just fine well that's kind of you know what i mean like i I guess we're all like everyone's old enough and good enough i guess to pull it off yeah that's true (laughs) because yeah when you're like when you're real young you're like literally learning yeah how to be to play oh and yeah my first bands like everybody would be like we all write the songs together you know what i mean like and then like that's why i was like painstaking (laughs) you know what i mean like you just like it was awesome, but like mm-hmm. you also like would put in so much more time and like have so many more like arguments about like a part. You'd be like, "Why does this have to be so complicated?" Yeah, like the actual part. Like, let's just do a four-four thing here. Yeah, totally. Pop music. I went back. Like, yeah, <laughs> or like whatever it is. It's I like, played a show with my first <laughs> band in December. Like we hadn't played in like fifteen years or something, and some someone was like you guys gotta do a show and like we had no we're all friends but we had no desire yeah but i just gave him the other guy's email addresses because i was like oh they'll be annoyed if they yeah. get this email yeah. so it's just like a joke <laughs> that I, like but then we actually did it that's awesome but then i had to go back and learn all these intricate stupid things i thought were a good idea I, exactly dude and i was I, like what the fuck? i went back to my first band <laughs> calvin crime and we did like we were on amrep when i was like i don't know the ages of like 17 to like 22 one or something that's awesome which was awesome yeah and like we did like their 25th the 25th anniversary of amrep like like a few years ago and i realized like i had no idea like how to relearn these parts like i was playing bass and like like everything i figured out like later in the process that everything was written to look cool (laughs) you know what i mean like oh he looks really he's like all over the place like i'd be like do a slide up the like neck so that i could like drop on my knees you know what i mean like, I was all, like worth it though which is fun but then like i like but like for weeks i was like what the fuck is this part and then i'd remember the dance move and i was like oh <laughs> oh that's what i was doing i was like basically playing nothing that's but awesome, it looked awesome you have, a good, <laughs> you have a great you've you combined showmanship and great music a lot of people <laughs> they forget they only do one of if one you gotta you gotta put on a show yeah nobody wants to see a not a show yeah, I don't know. People, I don't know. Why do you think people hold back so much? Like, I've been I, to, I was at Firefly Festival and I was at Bumbershoot and Outside Lands. Yeah. And I've, every place I have the same conversation. I'm like, I desperately want to be into as much stuff as possible. Like, I want to love everything. Yeah. But every, almost everything, I'm like, what the fuck? These people aren't even trying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's not cool to, to, go for it yeah i see a lot of bands that don't like put on a show and they get bigger and bigger every tour where i'm like i've been like slumming it you know what i mean but like doing it awesome i'm I'm not i'm happy with where i'm at but like there are people who like two years ago you see open for someone else and you're like oh that's kind of i don't know i don't even know what that was but that's that's cool they're trying they'll get it together and then they're doing the same thing now but headlining like theaters all over the place and you're like yeah who's buying this who are these people? I mean, I don't like shit talk, like no, in yeah, particular, but like, there's a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like, where you're just like, what? That wasn't even a show. I don't know what. Like, who's who's connecting with this? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> like, I can't. Fa- I feel like I I give up. Like, because I'm just like I want to. I was talking with. At, I was at um, it was just a bummer shoot, and I was talking with John Roderick from Long Winners and yeah. David Bazan, Pedro the Lion. Yeah. And John was like, we were watching this band. I won't say what band it was. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were good. It was fine. And they're like, and John's like, do you like indie pop? I'm like, yeah. Like, well, you've heard my band work kind of indie pop. He's like, no, you guys are like power pop rock. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I don't like indie pop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, I don't know why. I'm like, these yeah. bands, they kind of hint at like having a pop song and a catchy song but they don't then they, they like kind of like whoa yeah. we're not really gonna do it it's like yeah all of the frosting none of the cake it's all this like fake posturing to like hide behind like some like emotional lyric that you're like you could do both yeah <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know why why people like I, I love like i don't know maybe some 
just I'm stuck in a. But I love like big like cheap trick and yeah. Oh, I love big, that shit like, too. Fucking rocking out. And catchy yeah, I think it's songs. a Midwest thing. Maybe we just like yeah. Maybe like, yeah. That's like, why all the best bands and my favorite musicians are pretty much all from the midwest i mean not, yeah you know, place everyone moves out yeah yeah and i saw bob mold at, at bummer shoot he is great he's got a million great songs yeah he keeps going yeah and he gets like skinnier and more like a. he does or not skinnier he's like he's like a buff bear now yeah <laughs> he he did this thing at bell house when his book came out like last year he has a book i didn't even yeah know. it's great oh, shit. i gotta read it it's a great book um and it talks about they talks about bear the bear scene. So he's like it's an autobiography. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. He talks about like yeah, it's this whole that's this awesome. whole deal. But then he gets into like you know being gay but not really relating to gay culture. And then one day he walked into a bear bar and he's like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, these are like a bunch of big men. Just <laughs> yeah, it's like this is like a Minnesota bar, but everyone's gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. I I can yeah. like yeah, I can see that, and I like like his career was like always awesome to me because like I just heard rumors of like when he moved to Austin, he was kind of producing records here and there a while ago, like after Sugar kind of was done or whatever, mm -hmm. maybe even during it. But then he started writing like uh, WWF scripts, yeah, like wrestling scripts, which I love. I love like when dudes do that kind of shit, and you're like, what? Yeah, yeah how'd you get into that? <laughs> I, I talked to him about that. He was somehow he knew, like, I guess he, um, like, I suppose they like Jesse the Body Ventura. He's come to Husker Du shows and no way. smoke pot and stuff. That's yeah. amazing. And, uh, and so he's friends with him and knew, like, wrestling guys. And then one day he had some friend of his was working and he's like, oh, we need a writer. And he's like, all right. Dude, that's amazing. But in his book, he talks about it's crazy. Like, he started doing steroids and stuff whoa like because he just to, like, like to feel it to feel the, the pain of he was just the like, scene. he was just like he, he said it was such a crazy schedule and you're traveling constantly and you're well, you with travel him. with them yeah and he's, yeah you're like backstage being like all right say this to this guy or whatever yeah. and he's like you just get in the groove of of this traveling and everyone's just like eating a lot and like He's like, it was crazy. Yeah. He started like taking some stuff. Well, that's the thing, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess catering for that shit's got to be so expensive. Because, I mean, like, I heard something about The Rock. Like, he has to eat, like, a full steak dinner, like, every hour, or he'll just, like, pass out. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically. Like, you know what I mean? He's so mm -hmm. big that, like, if he doesn't eat that much, he'll, like, just fall over. <laughs> like Madden's all like like fifty of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> just stuff in their faces. Like they just each have their own caterer. <laughs> yeah, and then like tons of drugs, I guess. Yeah, well, I'm they're just sure. swinging for the fences on all. Fronts. They have to. Yeah, I mean, I I, I went to uh, WWE Raw Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. Uh, one, like um, Justin Long and like Jason Sudeikis. Charlie Day were all like promoting a movie they were in together. I forgot. I think it was Going the Distance or one of those movies. Like I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, they had to do uh, a sketch like in the ring. So I was like, dude, I'm definitely going to that with you. And like, and, like, uh -huh. like you know what I mean? Like he was talking about it the night before. Like, yeah, yeah, I got to do this thing. And like, all of us at the table were like, uh, yeah, we're definitely going with you to WWE Monday Night Raw. And like walking in was like. We walked behind like the Undertaker going in, and he was like seven feet tall, but could barely walk because his knees are all fucked up from like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and it's understandable. They've been slamming people down in their own knees for like yeah, thirty or more years as a job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like giant dudes. Like their bodies can't take that, it's and it's like it's crazy. And like, just like walking around backstage was like surreal, just seeing people walk through with like set pieces and. Uh -huh. I got to sit right behind the announcers, and I was like the only person. I was wearing like a bright baby blue like tank top. Looked like the gayest person in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was like in like nice. black, and like it was crazy though. It's like this thing where like entire families, like three generations of a family of like the boys, will be at the wrestling like on Monday, and they'll be screaming at these dudes like "you motherfuckers!" Like they're all like screaming a profanity just yeah i like crazy believing it or just choosing to believe it you know what i mean yeah it's like, a weird <laughs> thing like i it occurred to me that as i went to like some of those when i was living in cleveland I, they would have like 
those matches that were like you know in the movie the wrestler like kind of just I oh yeah spelled. like the just, b level kind of yeah like just like in a vfw yeah, hall or yeah. whatever i went to a few of those and yeah it was just like crazy like i'm like stuff that was going on there'd be like a boy scout troop i'm like you, can't, you shouldn't be doing that in front of these kids. <laughs> yeah like, exactly that's they're just, horrible they're just gonna hit each other with chairs when they go <laughs> yeah home and like, but like but just crazy like like racist stuff going yeah. on and like insane and I like and you're like how can it. you guys afford tickets to this like you know yeah. what i mean like it's like more expensive than like a rock show and i don't even pay for like a rock show at like the staples center let alone like yeah going to like a wrestling event to like scream at like people acting like they're beating each other up with my kid yeah but, <laughs> but then the thing about it, if you think like most people either they're i mean obviously i think everyone's aware or they're just like pretending like they believe or whatever suspension of disbelief or, uh but in a way it's pretty cool because you have like this kind of this lowbrow scene but if you think about it it's like everyone's there for like theater yeah yeah totally you know like I so know, yeah. in a way it's it's kind of like oh wow these are like the real theater fans in america <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally no it's true and they're like so into it it's like like old-timey like fucking like like crowd participation to the mm -hmm. next level like like it's insane but like the way people are screaming they're like passionately like you wouldn't know they're not gonna let you know that they know that it's fake or maybe they don't i don't know some people still just choose to believe yeah i don't know i can't sorry i mean it's gotta hurt like i oh yeah i mean uh, any slam and getting slammed <laughs> i toured with some lucha libre wrestlers once like oh wow like these guys um out of uh san francisco called the incredibly strange wrestlers i don't know if you ever came across uh -uh. that they like would do weird events like um but they're, they're like lucha libre guys they travel with a ring so we'd play and then like there would be a ring set up in the middle of the audience and they'd do like in between bands they would do full full sets but those it's it's crazy how much give the ring has you mm -hmm. can jump off like the highest rope and land just flat on your ass in the middle and it like is like a yeah it's like thin wood so like it's kind of gives it's like that trampoline style thing where yeah. if you land just straight on your ass you're good Mm -hmm. If you land weird and like clip your elbow or something, which yeah. probably happens all the time, then you're fucked. Yeah. But like, yeah, people can probably like just get maimed just by the accidents. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about landing right, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah, you can get really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, especially when like, you know, you probably have to fall on that thing like 50 times during a match, mm -hmm. you know, or get slammed or. You have to like put your faith in someone else to like not break your neck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm not a giant guy that has to eat dinner every hour. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the Rock? Is he wrestling still? No, is no. He, he's he's Dwayne Johnson. He's Dwayne Johnson. The he's like one of America's my favorite sweetheart. actors now. He's like hilarious, actually, in a lot of stuff. I don't. I don't know if I've seen him that much. I need to catch up with. <laughs> His whole deal. Fast and Furious, since he since he joined, is really good. Like, five and six are both awesome. Yeah, they keep cranking those out. Six was, like, one of the most fun times I've ever had in the movie theater. Oh, wow. It was like, I went, we went opening night, and people are so into it. It was, like, the most diverse audience I've ever been a part of. And, like, it's just nonstop, like, super fun. They figured out, like, what's good about them about these movies like people just want these guys to be superheroes there's like comic relief uh -huh. courtesy of Ludacris, sure tyrese you love those big two. muscle dudes like the rock and vin diesel like basically like just being super homoerotic yeah coming straight out with it you know what i mean like yeah. everything is perfect you're just like it's really fun <laughs> you just like want to scream and clap and, and it's then okay is it to do that even mendez she was no? in number two. She like was in her. two. She was a while back. Then Michelle Rodriguez like comes back from the dead in number six. Oh, like, nice. she's a big, like I don't know. It's like one of those. It's like a soap opera that never stops. I gotta catch up. I saw one of the early. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I feel like uh, Statham's joining the, the the pack for number seven. 
So you get like three muscly bald guys. Nice. Together and, at last. And I think I heard a rumor that Kurt Russell is joining the cast too. It's going to get better and better. They're just going to get all of this. is going to be every movie. It's going to be the Expendables, but good. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the Expendables. I haven't seen that. That's the, the one. That's like the veteran. Yes. Yeah, so with every guys. veteran action star. Yeah. They've already made two of those. <laughs> I got some catching up to do. Oh, I man. usually wait until airplanes. Well, yeah, no, that no, or I wait. I just wait until like I keep hearing about stuff. For oh yeah, years. Yeah, oh, yeah. And totally. then finally, I'm like, all right, yeah. Like I'm just about to watch The Wire. Oh, dude. And I, I didn't watch Breaking Bad, and I just started two months ago, and I'm fully caught up. Oh yeah, dude. I just watched That's the it. Best. When I this tour in the UK, I just I stayed up every night till four in the morning. Dude, just I just catching up. See, that's a show I don't know if I I as I cuz I watched it from the beginning. For some reason I I lived with Preston Olsen and my friend Jeremy Allen and like uh, I think Preston just started taping it when it first came on. So we were watching it from the beginning and I've always thought it'd be hard to do that show like in like one big chunk because of it's it's awesome. I love the show, but it's like there's so many slow parts, like of like yeah. the scenery. You know what I mean? Like which are great, but like, like in the middle of like, I get in those rhythms when I watch like three or four episodes of something in a row. Like in the middle, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fall asleep, and then it gets crazy again, and then I'm yeah. like, oh, I gotta watch the next one. And then like in the middle again, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, like, well, they always keep, <laughs> they keep it going. There was the only episode I didn't like of that show is the one where the fly got in the lab. Oh yeah, yeah. It was just. I couldn't deal with it. I watched it, but I <laughs> yeah. was like, that didn't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that one, like, when it was spaced out, I was like, oh, this is a cool change of pace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I can imagine if you're watching a bunch in a row, you're like, what is this? This has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> yeah. I want to know what's going to happen, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. The fly one. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, it was one. I think they had some different director, and he had, like, all these crazy... Yeah. Stuff going on. It was on. just like a set piece. Yeah. It was like a journey into the mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is maybe like a palate cleanser or something. Yeah, I guess. It was but before it enraged they... me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just hate flies. I don't hate flies. <laughs> very irritating. They are. Especially when I'm trying to like watch TV in the middle of the night and they're just attracted to the screen. Yeah. Nightmare. Listen, I've been watching like a lot of weird horror movies lately, like '80s ones, like Carrie and Oh, and, nice. Uh, God, what was I? I, just, I had like a whole run of like weird. I was watching like just creepy girl movies. So I watched Rosemary's Baby. Oh, that's like a good last one. week, I was just like kind of going back over some classics over the last week. But like, yeah, this fly just kept creeping, messing out. the whole. Thing up. <laughs> it was like it was almost adding to it, but it was more. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking of when you were talking about Fast and Furious, like how Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, keeps going. Are you a fan of that? Um, I mean, I love the originals. I love when yeah, Corey like Feldman gets first, involved. And, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, his shining hour. Oh yeah, dude. But like, uh, yeah, when it gets like when it's like Freddy versus Jason, yeah, or it's like over. fucking. Jason in space and all that shit. You're just like, I don't know. This is just like, yeah. That was like, that was like the the thing about horror, the horror genre that I never really connected with. Was it like I was always into it until like it would get to that level and become like almost comic booky, and then you're like, yeah. Well, I, that's not what I signed up for. Yeah, and then they would be <laughs> like, kind of winking at like the thing, like yeah, like when Freddie became that, a comedian, basically. Yeah. And you're like, well, I yeah, like, you want to just kill some just people? Like, yeah, I want to see like. I think Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is my favorite one. Besides the original, but like 3 was really good. The one in the mental hospital. I can't remember. I didn't I mean, follow like, that one as closely. That was a, that but, was like a really... I mean, there's just like creepy... The creepiest deaths. Like one was like a kid who was like constantly trying to like commit suicide. And Freddy rips his veins out and like walks him like a marionette puppet like out the window. Whoa. In his dream, which I was like, that's insane. And that would make <laughs> me like think of like weird deaths all the time. Like when I would like go to the bathroom, I'd be afraid, like, Freddy's hand was going to, like, come out the toilet and, like, into my butt. It's possible. <laughs> my, that's it. Friday the 13th, I loved, like, just, like, the create, yeah, when, the early ones. I think, like, the first six yeah. were pretty solid. Oh, yeah. And then just the different ways he would kill people. Like, my favorite one 
as he zipped someone up into their sleeping bag. Oh, yeah. And then swung them. Yeah. <laughs> like a baseball bat against a tree. That, and that was rewind over and over. Yeah. I did so watch good. Freddy versus Jason. There was one point where um, Kelly Rowland's in it from Destiny's Child. And she Ooh. definitely, there's one scene where she makes fun of Freddy's sweater and calls him a faggot, which I thought was was uh, next level worth it. <laughs> Wait, was, was she in it before or after Destiny's Child? After. Definitely oh, wow. after. But yeah, she makes fun of his sweater. And it's a member of Destiny's Child calling Freddy Krueger a gay wad. That's pretty <laughs> good. To put it more gently. That's pretty good. <laughs> also That's partial. a lot of things happening. Yeah. Like sort of pulling from all... It really it was a satisfying culture. stew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Think sure. about what we've done. Yeah. This week's episode is brought to you once again by Earthquaker Devices. Uh, friends of mine from Kent, Ohio, who are uh, on the international scene as far as, uh, you know, making uh, compression, distortion, delay, fuzz, modulation, octave, overdrive to run your guitar through or sing through just to get weird to in general they make quality devices quality pedals for you to rock out with and uh now if you use the offer code nocturnal when you check out on their website at earthquakerdevices.com uh you get 15 percent off not just 10 but 15 percent off your order and uh trust me they make some amazing amazing pedals that you want to check out so do yourself a favor play guitar in your bedroom and play it through an earthquaker device or two earthquakerdevices.com backslash nocturnal for 15% off support them support my friends support some people that are making great things possible booyah earthquaker devices back to the show Boom. Oh man, we're casting. casting. We're casting stones. Good. Casting like fucking furious. Goes bro. out into the world. <laughs> Don't be self conscious, man. We did well, so I much view, good on I the break. I view everything I do as a failure. I see. Part. That's a good way to. I think that's a good way to look at things. Oh my God, I blew that. <laughs> blew that one. No matter what it is. Even like ordering coffee. Like I go to the coffee shop at my house. I'm like, ah. Fuck that one up. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I do that with the salad bar, but I definitely fuck it up. Because when I'm like, all those options are in front of me. Yeah. I will fuck it up so bad. A lot of ways to play that one. Yeah. You're like, I'll take the uh, zucchini, blue cheese, uh, fucking cinnamon toothpick, <laughs> and uh, and a little bit of... I don't know, just cut up some underwear. <laughs> throw it on the top. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so this is the part of this show where we create a show. Okay. TV show or uh, a movie or a Broadway play, whatever we want. Something right. entertaining for people. If we were to go pitch tomorrow, would you want to make like a, a comedy, a drama, a dramedy, a uh, reality show? Just anything, what are your, whatever you're feeling right now and you want to work on for the next, I don't know, seven to eight years. <laughs> like a tr romantic, true crime Ooh. Uh, period piece. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, so like, uh, like a Jack the Ripper sort of thing? Yeah, well, no, it could be like just six months in the past. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a place, certain period. It takes place six months ago. Oh, my God. People were dressing so stupid back then. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a world away. Yeah, it's called uh, the, the Cronut Capers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good... That's perfect. Have you had the Cronut? No. I'm, I haven't had it, but I don't... I'm like... I'm not that excited. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Is this a good name? I think, yeah. People are excited about I the name. I think donuts and cupcakes get so much... They're both bullshit. Like, I, like <laughs> yeah. they're fine. Like, if someone hands me a donut or... Like, I like a donut, but yeah. I'm not, I don't like... Like, be like, leave the house for a no. damn donut. Or, no. I mean, I, I like a carrot cake, 
But when it's like yeah. in a cupcake, I'm not like impressed because I'm like, well, it's no. just a smaller version of a bigger cake. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and with the ratios all fucked up, <laughs> yeah. it's like too much frosting, and then they and then it's oh, like there's way too much frosting. They, they do like three it. inches of frosting on these New York cupcakes. Yeah, it's bullshit. It, it, it's the same like when when you change. Like M and M's, and they made the mini M and M's. They're horrible. Yeah, yeah. What's the, yeah, like, yeah. Like, no one wants the ratios. Yeah, wrong. the chocolate's the weird now. There's not enough chocolate for the sugar coating. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. And I feel the, like yeah, New York overdoes it that way. It's like going to the deli. Like you get, I just got a sandwich the other day where they the grill wasn't working. I would have just gotten a grilled cheese, but I was like, all right, I'll get I'll get a turkey sandwich since the grill's not working. It was like. Two inches of turkey and then like another inch of like cheese on top. Nobody wants that much meat or no. cheese. Nobody wants that. I think it was, uh, I read like a, uh, maybe a Jim Gaffigan tweet the other day that was like maybe like the, like made me think about rethink eating out so much. It was hilarious. He was like, what's the difference between going to a fancy restaurant and just eating five sticks of butter? <laughs> <laughs> It's I was true. like, oh my god, that is true. Every time I go somewhere like amazing, you're just eating five sticks of butter, basically. That, that's it. That's <laughs> my, I mean, it's great. Yeah, well, I love but it. I, I mean, but. I, there's my probably my favorite place to go is this place by my house, Delanima. Okay, this Italian place, and it's awesome. But like, I watch them; they make their pasta dishes, and like the the ingredient, like the finishing <laughs> touch with every one of them is a huge thing of butter. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah. It's my favorite restaurant yeah, in New totally. York. But I'm like, yeah, it's the same. If secret. you made it at home, you'd be, you wouldn't be like, I'll put three sticks of butter in there. It's no, fine, yeah, it's for like, me. And it's like a plate like that you're just eating. Cream scoop of <laughs> yeah. butter. I mean, they they put other stuff in too, but yeah. Pepper, a little pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Salt. And that's another thing. I, I can't, I mean, I, I love eating. I like have, I love eating great food, but I'm not one of those people that can like taste something and be like, oh, this needs salt. Yeah. There's people who do that. I'm like, are you just making that up? So you sound like you have an opinion, like a producer of like, a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like well, a VH1 producer, like a guy who's <laughs> like trying to keep his job. Or, yeah. Like I have, <laughs> I have opinions. <laughs> I have something to say. <laughs> Plus, I, I think of almost everything as ultimately just yes or no. Yeah, like, I'm like, I want it or I don't want I'm it. Like, yeah, it's not like, <laughs> oh, I could modify this to make it even better. I'm like, yeah. oh, I actually just eat the rest of this and somebody made it. And it's yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. But then if I eat breakfast, I'm always putting pepper on everything. So maybe I'm wrong. I'm, well, I'm a, I'm a pepper. I think pepper's, <laughs> I'm a big pepper guy. Yeah, I love pepper. I rarely put salt on things. Yeah. Pepper, I'm all for. Yeah, this show that we created is real lazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I forgot. There's a crime-solving dog. Oh shit! I forgot to mention that. And his name is Butter. <laughs> Butter. <laughs> Butter, yeah. the crime-solving dog. He's yeah. He's like always like people think at first he's just rooting around like doing dog bullshit. But it's like, oh wow, he's actually on to something. Yeah, he's actually like looking for clues. He's not yeah. like looking for a place to pee. He's no. like sniffing out your room for a, a finger. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're like, quit digging at the rug and then you <laughs> yeah. pull up the rug and it's like, oh my God. There's yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> finger, old, an old man with his hat. Like he's like, He's dragging his butt across your carpet, but he's really going all the way to the other side of the room and pointing out yeah. <laughs> a he's, piece of hair that's like a, a blonde lock. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like with his butt stains, he's like he's, he's just like drawing like a map. Yeah, he's written words. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> last name Mick Quincy <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love butter yeah he's good he's good and then <laughs> butter then there's like the uh, there's this this guy and this girl they seem like they hate each other but they actually are kind of into each other oh my god yeah, and like you wait until like season three for them to find oh yeah you think they're gonna get it together? But they don't. And, they, they and then season eight, they have a baby. And yeah. Everyone's like, then I'm watching like, the show anymore. Yeah, yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the tent when the tension was there, people yeah. were riveted. Yeah, and then when like people aren't riveted by that, you add like some other kind of animal. 
Yeah, you get like a younger, cute. Yeah, a monkey. (laughs) Monkey that's dressed as like a Cuban, like sort of landlord guy. (laughs) And then he actually in season five becomes the landlord. (laughs) Yeah. He has a huge, like a a key ring with like 500 keys. (laughs) And it's always weighing him down. Yeah. Can't climb as much anymore. Yeah, and he wears a tracksuit everywhere. Yeah, and butter like <laughs> uh, fucking tips off his like uh, Cuban cigar smuggling scheme <laughs> <laughs> in one episode <laughs> because like he would have gotten away with it, but his key ring was too heavy and he couldn't couldn't hide the evidence fast enough. This is the best show. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Hollywood? I love it. Sold. <laughs> Who would star? Mm. That's the thing. Maybe one of the sons of uh, the dog from Frasier. Oh, yeah. That would be good. <laughs> I don't know. He's not and, burly enough, and though. Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck is definitely involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have him attached. Yeah. But he plays Batman in the TV series. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. This, so there's two Afflecks as Batman at once. I would like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> a really like mumbly, kind of like street smart Batman. Yeah. Scrappy. <laughs> Scrappy. Scrappy. That's right. What a, I like do, Casey Affleck and stuff. I do too. It's pretty I funny. Say. <laughs> well, how do you feel about Ben Affleck and Batman? I mean, it didn't, I don't really care. It's fine. I mean, he, he'll work. Yeah. I like him and stuff. I don't know, I'm not a huge, I'm not against Affleck. I mean, I feel like anybody you say is going to be Batman, people are going to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, no one's going to do it as well as Christian Bale. I don't think. Why didn't they? I don't know. Why don't they just let him keep doing it? I don't think he wants to. I think he oh, said no. He's got other stuff going on. He's just like, ah, I'm, I'm good. I've done Batman for ten years of my life as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got other stuff going. I don't think Batman's of too taxing of a role for him. No, he can do crazier shit. Rescue yeah. Don, you know he should, he should be doing more. I think Christian Bale should be doing more complex roles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he digs deep. He does. Do you do you ever listen? You know that that thing where he yelled at someone on the set. Oh yeah, but it was like kind of like one of those things where he's specific about you know uh, people think it's douchey, but a lot of actors don't want people in their sight lines and stuff like yeah <clears throat> but it was a guy like bumbling around the set like fucking with a light while he's trying to do a take yeah like, i don't disagree with you know what i mean i mean he, he went going. overboard definitely yeah i don't think he was wrong in the first place you know what i mean no no i, I think he was definitely right but the thing that fascinated with me is that he did it all in an american accent yeah that is crazy so yeah, that is insane. Like, I never, never thought about went that. Back to his regular He's Welsh. Yeah, holy shit! That's, I never that thought was about the craziest that. thing about that. That's thing. insane. <laughs> I never thought of that. But th- that's one thing too. I just thought of this. Like for years, Affleck has been like gaining America's trust as a director and I think he's a great director I like all of his three movies and uh, I don't mind his acting at all I don't know why people are against Affleck so much I think he it was because he was he went action for a while or I think it was because he was, like became too much in uh, like Us Magazine yeah oh yeah like with that. like the whole J-Lo thing yeah know? I think that's when America turned on him but then he's gained that trust back I think a little bit especially with like comic book nerds and stuff should be like hey, he's a good director like yeah. after like all of his last three movies and just the fact that that outrage didn't really make much sense to me like the the public outrage towards it's fit, fickle yeah just yeah like, i don't know i think i just think people are are so serious about batman but who's going to go see superman versus batman anyway i mean i'm sure a lot wait, of people are wait they're fighting in this movie yes together it's superman and batman or not versus but together together superman they're going to fight crime yeah. together I don't want to... Nobody wants to see that. Especially no. with like the new Superman. I didn't even want to see that one. Who's the new Superman? It's that guy... I don't know. He's the one that was in uh, the new one that just came out. Man oh, of Steel or whatever. I can't keep up with it. Henry Cahill? I don't even know who he is. I've just seen his picture of Superman. Mm. I don't know. It's just... It's one of those things. Yeah, I don't need them working together. No. It's like... That's the thing. That's what people should be more outraged to. It's just yeah. Like, it's like, do we need... I mean, we don't need that many superhero movies. You know, there's yeah. too many already. Yeah. It's the same thing over and over. Maybe we could get Ben Affleck attached to the Cronut Capers. Yeah, and Casey. 
Yeah. Let me, <laughs> and I was just thinking of Margot Kidder. Oh, yeah. Superman. We, we should get oh, her. Oh, yeah. She's and awesome. Yeah. She owns a shop. And who maybe. was Supergirl? Uh, What's her name? Helen. Uh, she was um, in The Legend of Billie Jean as well. Oh. Uh, uh, what's her? Helen Slater. Helen Slater was Supergirl. Yeah. She should be there, too. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I, I'm in. <laughs> trust me on this. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> this is a good show that we made up. Crown up the butter dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, in addition to streaming Nocturnal Emotions at Earwolf.com, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Nocturnal Emotions fans have written some great iTunes reviews for the show, and I really appreciate the feedback. The Hump reviewed the show saying, Compelling, fun, funny, warm, personable. Thanks. Sean Rush, we all trust his opinion. He wrote, I was hypnotized by Harmar Superstar in 2003. Now there's a podcast. Make it one of your home podcasts, which means listen every goddamn week. And if it's on Earwolf, you know it has to be good. Paraphrased, I added goddamn. Sorry, Sean. So please rate the show, leave a review, and subscribe on iTunes. And as always, thanks for listening to Nocturnal Emotions with me, the one, the spectacular Harmar Superstar. Boom! And we're back. Nice. Back in the room. Thanks for the cookie on the break, man. Oh, yeah. It uh, was good. To, it was delicious. You refuel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like, uh, yeah, I was, uh, these are your favorites. Tate's. Yeah, Tate's. Tate's Bake Shop. Mm-hmm. Chocolate Ship. Shout, Shout out to Aaron Tate. Yeah, Aaron Tate. <laughs> <laughs> they, this, they sell them in the store down at the corner. By oh, the Graham, Graham Garden. Yeah, it was, I actually wanted, I had a taste, even though I just, Shit all over donuts. I actually <laughs> kind of wanted to get Hostess powdered donuts. Oh, I ate some of those the other day. And I, but they didn't have them. I couldn't find them anywhere. Oh yeah, that place is a little too fancy. It's it is kind of fancy. Yeah, they have like everything fancy. Yeah. for too much. I go to the, the the other deli across the street. They probably would have had them there. Yeah, these guys are real. The people's Legit. deli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the deli that made me the shitty sandwich. By the way. I feel like whenever I get any sandwich at any deli in New York, it's just wet. It's yeah, just a big wet. Well, because it's they they all unless it's like a fancy deli, it's like a big. They just have a big slab of that like boar's head. Yeah, it's like someone's stuff. son who's like, okay, dad, I'll make the sandwich. Yeah, yeah let's call some guy <laughs> out of the back. He's <laughs> like doing yeah. something else. <laughs> and then um, what's the? Uh, that's I hate. I hate Subway. This uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just free associating <laughs> yeah. sandwiches, but I hate it. I have no. I think uh, I think like a, enough time on tour just does that to you because it's like yeah. the only option sometimes. It smells Especially like if a you're like touring with like a vegetarian or something. Like oh, that's the worst. It's like their only option. I feel bad for them. Or yeah. not anymore, but I mean, for like years, it pretty much was the only thing. Yeah, and it was like weird touring with like vegetarians who were like, no, I can't handle Subway anymore. Like they'd get over it before you would. Yeah, so well, it's like, disgusting. It smells <laughs> like just. Ugh. It's fucking yeah, it's when it's wet, yeah. nasty meats, sandwich artists, and it's all yellow when you go inside. <laughs> yeah, hideous. Yeah. <laughs> what if we had everything all yellow and then just tons of fluorescent light? Just <laughs> the shittiest looking thing ever. Jaundice. Yeah. Jubway. Fuck that place. <laughs> Although I would like to be a shareholder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we were to uh, ruin a song today, I just want to like I, I like to ruin people's favorite songs. Or sure. one of, that doesn't have to be your actual favorite song. If we wanted to go over the lyrics of some song that you've heard a bunch of times before and might have some hidden jewels in there that we could make fun of, okay, what would you go for? How about "Wanna Be Starting Something" by Michael Jackson? Yes, <laughs> from the hit album "Off the Wall." Off the Wall, dude. This is great. It is this off is the like, wall, right? I think it's on Off the Wall. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's off the wall. That's Let's play a clip of it now. Want to be starting something?
and we're back. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> it's a real dance jam. It is. It's uh, that guy. That guy fucking. He's and the, you know, you know, the, he was like in his bedroom, like playing the bass for like months, trying to figure out. Like he wrote a lot of the bass lines to his songs. He nailed it. That's the one good byproduct of his death, at least for a little bit, is just his music blaring on oh, everywhere yeah. around New York. It was insane. Every people in the world. I mean, yeah. People would get on a, the subway with like a CD player and just be cranking and be psyched. Yeah. This is rare that you, it's rare that people crank great music. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, I with like Michael Jackson's death was insane and everywhere. I was in LA at the time. <clears throat> everywhere was just blasting it constantly like ev- no matter what kind of establishment like you just walk down the street and there's just a different michael jackson song everywhere which is awesome it led me to think about what's going to happen when prince goes that way it's going to be insane i think it's going to be even crazier you know what i mean yeah and he also wrote like every song of the 80s that he didn't even yeah. sing like He'll Prince will probably never die. I don't want to say. No, I don't, I don't say he will. He probably die. won't. He's immortal, but but like <laughs> <laughs> he's a warlock, so that's fine. But if he did, if he were to, that's that would be insane. Who do you like? Who who do you prefer? Um, I don't. I can't. I don't really prefer. I mean, I think I love both, but I think I guess if it came down to it, if I had to choose, I'd say Prince. Mm-hmm. But I love Michael Jackson too. Have you ever met Prince? Being like- I yeah, I mean, not in like we've had, had never had like spoken a full sentence to each other, but I've definitely mm-hmm. been nodded at. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Led into the lair, but like I also like kind of back away from like trying to say anything because I don't want to ru- I don't want him to ruin himself for me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or be a dick to me or something. Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah, so I'm just like I'm gonna leave it at like this because so, I might say something stupid and he might be like, yeah, whatever, dude. You know, mm-hmm. like, and then then I would have ruined it, and then I'd ruin my own shit for myself. So yeah, you yeah, <laughs> suck. You'd think about it every time you heard. His music. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like kind of like I played a show with Alex Chilton once, and he was a dick to me. And now whenever I hear Big Star, that's all I can think about. Oh wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I've heard he's he wasn't uh, a delight. He wasn't super nice. <laughs> but I, I guess I wouldn't be either if I was still playing like clubs and I was like. 60 and was in big star and known yeah you know and mean? they never got their due yeah i mean now yeah. like people are yeah i mean i can understand but as a kid as like a 20 year old i was like fuck that guy uh-huh. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like i don't care i don't need to like his band okay so uh so i want you want to be okay want to be starting something so he basically he says i said you want to be starting something you got to be starting something over and over and over again and then he's like, it's too high to get over. Yeah, yeah, too low to get under. Yeah, yeah, we're stuck in the middle, and the pain is thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think that means? The pain is thunder. It, so it like, sounds gastrointestinal. I know. That sounds like me. some sort of like underwear joke to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's passing a stone. He's stuck in the middle. Oh, yeah, he is passing a stone. <laughs> but he's farting the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where, like, he's, yeah, like, he's, got, it's like, he's like, bound up. He's, like, not even pain, not even farting is, like, a relief anymore. It's just pain. Yeah. It, like, is enhancing the pain. He repeats that. And then, okay, this makes sense, though, with the, with the, uh, with the passing of stone. In the first verse, he's like, I took my baby to the doctor with a fever, but nothing he found, which also is a weird way to say it. Nothing he found. Oh. <laughs> the doctor. Yeah, it's sort of like weirdly like... Shakespearean, but... Yeah, like... like. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this hit the street, they said she had a breakdown. I don't know who they are. Who are these people on the street? The Someone's m- always trying to start my baby crying, talking, squealing, lying, saying you just want to be starting something. So now they're accusing him, or the baby, of wanting to be starting something. His baby. Well, I mean, I think it's his girl that's having a breakdown. Yeah. Someone's always trying to start my... Okay, so everyone's like, someone's always fucking with his girl, trying to make her cry and lie and talk and squeal. Yeah. <laughs> so they got to get better friends, really. Is yeah, they, that, you're surrounding yourself with bad people. <laughs> then he goes back in. He's still he's back into starting something. So now he's just getting in their faces, I think. He's like, yo, you want to be starting something? It's yeah. too high to get over, too low to get under. You're stuck in the middle and the pain is thunder. I don't know. That's, he's, I think he's taking it a little too harshly. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, in the second verse, 
You love to pretend that you're good when you're always up to no good. You really can't make him hate her, so your tongue became a razor. Wow. Okay. So... Oh, okay. So, like, you want... I don't know why he wants anyone to hate her. This is a totally different girl, I think, at this point. But you just start... You can't can't get your way, so you start talking shit. Yeah. With your razor tongue. But really can't make him hate her. Is he trying to get the girl? Is he trying to, like, go in and start something? Be like, that girl sucks, so that he can, like, swoop in? Maybe, yeah. I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, like, oh, man, she's a skank. (laughs) So you stay away from her unless you want to catch something, and then he's over her house later. Oh, oh my God. I didn't know that the second verse ended with treacherous cunning declining. You got my baby crying. Treacherous cunning declining? Yeah. Wow, this is the weirdest lyrics I've ever read. This is one. That's one sentence. They sound like like the first pass of li- like yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah like I'm just gonna like, get some syllables. Happening. Yeah, you need the syllables, right? Yeah, maybe I feel like he kind of just did that because at the end, the end of the next chorus is when he like really strikes out and he's like, "You're a vegetable." You're a vegetable. Who's the ve- who's a vegetable? I mean, why does he hate a like? Is it like someone who's like actually like incapacitated? <laughs> <laughs> He's screaming at like like yo, learn to walk, learn yeah. to think, dude. Still, they hate you. You're a vegetable. You're just a buffet. You're a vegetable. They eat off of you. You're a vegetable. That's, That's like the really... meanest lyrics I've ever heard. If he actually means that to somebody, yeah. Like if you said that to anybody, they would not talk to you ever again. No, <laughs> it's such a weird thing to say to somebody, dude. Oh my god! And then now in the third verse, and yeah, you're a vegetable. I mean, just in a pop song that people are dancing to constantly, like that is the funniest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, lately, maybe in the middle. Of but then it just speaks to his incredible power. You're just that- a buffet. <laughs> They eat off of you. You're a vegetable. But nobody eats off of a vegetable, so I don't really... No, or you're just a buffet. Oh, I guess like a buffet... Yeah, like... like a, the, uh, They're the just part. taking from you. They just like... Okay. Take. But... That this... I mean, feels like a cautionary tale, but then every other line he's calling someone a vegetable, so it's really negating the point. Yeah. Unless he's like... Oh, maybe he's gone for medical attention... <laughs> for in the, from the problems in the first verse. Oh, and then now oh, she's a vegetable now. <laughs> yeah, he let the the it problem go to where the doctor fucked up his diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, the proce- <laughs> a botch procedure. They went to this horrible hospital where the patients get eaten off of. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't have enough space, so they put them in the buffet. Yeah, table. like a yeah, one of some HMO situation. <laughs> horrible. But this is an interesting. In the third verse, he gives us a, a pre uh, a look forward to Billy Jean. The Ooh. third that starts with Billy Jean is always talking. Oh wow! While nobody else is talking, telling lies and rubbing shoulders, so they called her mouth a motor. So he's already like fucking hates Billy Jean on this album. Before the next album, oh, she's wow. like accusing him of having like a baby and shit. Well, yeah, she's getting him pregnant, like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he hates she her. Was trouble. Why is he already? like still hanging out with her? Like to an album later, four, five years later, three yeah. years later, or something. Someone's always trying to start my baby crying, talking, squealing, and lying. I, I never knew that Billie Jean came in no, to this song. No, this is the first I've heard of it. I know, this is amazing. I'm like, this is incredible. Oh my God. And then there's an ad-lib part. If you can't feed your baby, then don't have a baby. And don't think maybe, if you can't feed your baby, you'll always be trying to stop that child from crying. Wow. Yeah, and like fucking, like, he probably already had problems with Billie Jean like trying to take his babies before this, before yeah. the song. Or maybe it just like brewed in his head for so long and he had to write another song about it. Yeah, <laughs> give her a stern talking to <laughs> Hey, if you can't feed your baby, then don't have a baby, okay? Yeah. Those are my kind of ad-libs. Those are my kind of party dance song ad-libs. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's really kind of amazing that he was able to... It's such a huge hit, despite the. Uh, oh my god! All the complaining. He's complaining the whole time, and Billie Jean just sounds like she sucks. 
Yeah. Let me ad libs again. Lift your head up high and scream out to the world. I know I'm someone, and let the truth unfurl. No one can hurt you now because you know what's true. Yes, I believe in me, so you believe in you. Help me sing it. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a real thing or is it just like good syllables? Like he was just doing They're the syllable pass. S- syllables. He yeah. He just couldn't find the actual word that yeah, would be like. Yeah, like, fuck it. Let's just stick with that. Let's yeah. go with that. It'd be like, papa pay, papa pay. Ramalama ding a dangusa. I get mama say, and then that goes forever. Repeat, fade out. That's This song is crazy. I yeah. never realized that this song was this crazy. It's completely crazy. <laughs> now, every time I hear it, I like, I'm just, I'm, just psych- I'm psyched about that Billy Jean fucking. That's like, pretty cool. Glimpse. I wonder if he made a mental note. I, I know like, he had. I'm going to gonna come back and tear her a real <laughs> or a new one. I'm really going to go after her on the next. There's a code name for anyone. Billy Jean is like, God, who could it be? Billy Jean King. <laughs> it's Don King. Don, uh, Billie Jean, yeah, Billie Jean King. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of questions. I wish I could ask him, but I can't. Who produced this? Was this Quincy Jones? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna find him. Ask him. I met him once. If oh, I would have really? known this, I would have asked him then. <laughs> oh man, he would be. It seems like. Like I just have to know who is Billie Jean before they yeah. escort me out. <laughs> Seems like something you can maybe get out of them late, late at night. Yeah. <laughs> over drinks. That sounds something. like a, a, a lyric, Some too. Cognac or something. <laughs> let's, write another so- <laughs> let's write the third entry in the Billie Jean saga. That's about finding Billie Jean. She's out there. <laughs> She's out there, everybody. Well, shit, I think we did a good job because that's We insane. nailed it. We nailed that. We really did we it. Cry- I, this is the first I've ever heard anyone discuss the sort of the... the uh, the first mention of Billie Jean. Yeah, no, I think we fucking like laid a lot of this ground. This is with huge. It. No one's ever looked at the it's lyrics. Diana Ross. That's what I was thinking. Some Diana really? Ross. No, that's what that's what would have been my first guess. But Cause she's I feel like Billie Jean's got to be like a younger girl. Maybe it's like an actress. Was there like any actress he was dating? Um, Brooke Shields. Ooh, maybe it's Brookie Shields. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're going to look into this. We're going to figure this out. Yeah, this is huge. People, any, if anybody at home knows, please. We I know you're not a commenting case. crowd, but comment this once and let us know yeah. who you think Billy Jean is. This uh, is huge. Thanks for coming in, dude. Thanks for having me. Fuck yeah, dude. Podcasting. Casting. <laughs> there you have it, Mr. Dave Hill, everybody. And before anybody uh, goes online and comes to correct me all you pedants out there I'm very sorry that we muddled MJ history want to be starting something is indeed on Thriller uh, not off the wall okay we were wrong we were wrong but I don't think many of us out there uh, knew that Billie Jean was mentioned in the song I definitely didn't that's crazy you know I just thought Michael Jackson was making up nonsense and calling people vegetables but on top of that, he was still complaining about Billie Jean in another song. So, so, uh, so yeah, there you go. There you go. It's on Thriller. That's all settled. Uh, if you want to find me this week, I will be uh, all over the place. Um, I guess uh, the 17th, I'll be in Philly playing at Penn's Landing uh, River Stage, I believe it is, with Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Uh, the 19th, I'm at Barclays Center here in Brooklyn, my friendly neighborhood stadium, arena, whatever you call it. Uh, and then the next day, I will be at First Avenue on the 20th, headlining a big show for me. Very excited to be back home uh, and celebrating Harmar Superstar Day with the city of Minneapolis. Uh, uh, so it's mind-blowing to me. It's crazy. And, uh, and from there on out, we'll be uh, hitting a bunch of Midwest places, uh, Duluth, Milwaukee, Madison, Chicago, Toronto, back through New York, Rochester, Knitting Factory again for one of my Friday nights, last Fridays, uh, Boston, all that stuff. Check out my website, uh, harmarsuperstar.com. Uh, don't tweet me questions about it because it's all written right there and you can just read it like uh, most other humans do. I love that. I love when people get their own shit together. It rules. Uh, man, so yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us 
for the first episode of season two. Crazy, we're just chugging along. Chugging, chugging, chugging. And uh, I'm excited to bring some more uh, more people in, into the interview, conversation chair, bring back some of your favorites from last year. All of that stuff, it's going to be good. I promised myself I wouldn't have any repeats in the first year, and I didn't. And now I can do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, so thanks for listening, uh, and we will have more conversations coming through. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Love each other. Have a glorious week. Harmar out. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead.